0: shows about Louisville City and racing mostly, and things are about to kick off with both of them, and looking forward to it, but, and we're going to talk about them, obviously, but man, the big news last week is Don Garbage just taking a big, giant dump on American soccer again. We're stuck with it, and Alice is going to tell you exactly how I feel about it.
1: Alice?
0: Yeah, man, I, I'm just done. I'm done. It's just... All of the all of the things that they claim to stand for and all of this and all of that. And here we are in the crosshairs, because eventually it's going to affect us and not just Louisville City, it's going to affect racing Louisville eventually as well. Because the way that these guys do business, I'm telling you, they're gonna try and take it all. Here we go. That's right. The battle standards have been lifted. Not a damn thing we could do but it is what it is man I'm sick of it aye, aye, aye. Don Garber and all of their all of their all of their super happy hip fans who just uh i don't know i guess uh but well, we're gonna talk about all of this i promise you we're gonna get really into it anyway Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams, and any other topic soccer or otherwise we choose to opine on. And in this particular episode, we will opine a little bit. <laughs> Can't help it, man. I'm sorry because uh, we're, we're we're staring into a we're just staring into a mess right now. That's heading towards us. And uh, if we don't talk about it, I, I don't think we're doing it justice. We could pretend it's not there. Or we can just discuss it and get our feelings out. And uh, hopefully you'll listen to this. And if you agree, you agree. If you don't, you don't. But we will see. Anyway, we are on iTunes, Amazon, Podbean, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the Don Garber's a big douchebag love. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'm sorry. Anyway, here we go, five, two, that's right, folks, who's ready for the fastest, three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash and Women's team's national coverage, this is the only place in the universe you're going to get this, so you shot shut, special, so special. Number five, preparing Villa Vala, that's what I've decided to uh, call my abode, got two kittens coming tomorrow, man, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I have made the place as kitten-proof as it possibly can be, which means they'll only be able to destroy about 70 things. I'm very excited to have some pets again. It's been a long time. I haven't had a pet in like 15 years. It's going to be fun. Anyway, I'm sure you'll see the pictures. Number four, two for the price of what? A new league uh, in, in the uh, world of soccer. Uh, the USL announcing that the Women's League is here and uh the impact to racing yes it will have an impact it's going to have an impact on all of soccer um you know there's just not a lot of content right now with racing because they haven't been playing any matches so this week they start but we'll see how this works out we're going to talk about that number three the blue or the blues what's going on with these cards blue cards what's next turquoise puce magenta i don't know but you know what Joey and I are going to talk about this because I think it can have some positive effects if it's done correctly. We'll see how that goes. Number two, rolling along. Louisville City seems to be doing very well in the preseason. And uh, a couple of names keep popping up over and over and over. And by all accounts, it looks like this team has done very well to get ready for this season. I'm looking forward to that. But number one, usually we have a Louisville City or Racing thing. number one, but number one today, sorry cowards cronies and corporatists this MLS thing is just I'm done I've tried to be nice about it. I really have to the best of my ability but the way that they've just absolutely taken a shit on the rules of of, uh, USOC and uh, the Federation and uh, just completely made it about money which you know I can't complain in the sense of look you know we, we support a franchise as well but when you're doing everything you can to separate yourself from everything else and how much that's going to impact Louisville City in the future. And it will impact Louisville City in the future. We're going to talk about it. And man, I don't know. I guess it's, uh, I, I need to chill. Don't I? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to kick back. I'm going to take my um, drink right here. And I'm going to relax. Take a break. And tell you how much Don Garber's a big fat jerk. ay ay ay. Anyway... Live in the moment, right? Love your friends. We're good, man. There you go, folks. Five
1: things.
0: Yeah. Episode 93 with Joey Cecil. Here we go. All right, man. This episode is going to be filled with love and kindness for all. (laughs) Right, Joe?
1: long as there are no more tech gremlins running around yeah
0: man it's been crazy i don't know what this is all about the last 10 minutes but finally it's a.
1: let's just hope yeah man everyone knock on whatever woods nearby yeah um what's going on so, man? how are you i'm going yeah man school's all right are you are you te- yeah. still you're teaching right yeah term and it's it's all fun and everything grading everything yeah <laughs> Happiness.
0: Evaluating uh, the level of uh, knowledge that has been well, gained.
1: Considering I, I pretty much had two students cheat during the exam oh, by talking shit. to each other, and then their first two sections were word for word identical. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. So I just left a little note on the exam for next time. Let's have a little less conversation. <laughs> yeah, really. Because <laughs> I don't—they're seniors. I don't, so don't want to have to deal with turning someone in. Right,
0: of course. You but at the mean? same time, man.
1: But yeah it's it's just yeah man, it's you, a lot bro. it's been a lot of blur of papers and red marks and a lot of fun
0: yeah man well we're about to have a, a ton of fun with this episode. I can't wait
1: so, <laughs> so we got we got some we got some racing news which we talked about how they haven't had a preseason. I'm not sure how they're gonna have one with all the players who are not in camp hear that. Uh, Alexa got named to the Colombian Gold Cup roster. Mm-hmm. Linda Inuchina called up for Olympic qualifiers. With Ellie also away with Finland, mm-hmm. announced in between our podcast.
0: Right.
1: So that's a number of key players also out when you yeah. consider Savannah, Ari, and a number of others too. So pretty that important might be good year. Good news, they haven't done much in the preseason yet. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. It's a pretty important year to to not have people
1: and phone. a lot of new signings too. Yeah, yeah. that's what
0: I'm saying. It's a, you, know, you know, just for the continuity and the. So, and, and getting all of that going.
1: Um, well, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Right, um, right, right. News did come out to, as either today or yesterday. Lauren Malay extended through twenty twenty six. Yeah, man, great news. Yep. Uh, she is there. Nile. Right, absolutely. Um, yeah, she should. You know, she's that cornerstone player. Been here the whole time. Right. Uh, even saw stats said she's played in every single racing game, which doesn't doesn't seem like that should be correct. Right. right. Then it is. Yeah. You know, with all the different bodies that have been moving in and out, and she's just been the one. Right. So, you know, much deserved. Uh, They also announced they'd added an assistant coach to round out the staff, Carmelina Moscato. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a Canadian Hall of Famer and won the Liga MX Feminelle title as a head coach. Right, 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 right. Uh, So, seemed very accomplished to be added to our staff. And Mm -hmm. speaking of preseason, the team will be heading to Columbia for the the Women's Cup inaugural South American event. Or they will take on Deportivo Cali of Colombia in right. the semis mm-hmm. on February 27th. Which so pretty cool. But yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no. Like, so that does mean next recording we will have racing preseason game to discuss.
0: Yeah, man. It's been you know I hate that it's been this quiet. I mean I definitely want yeah. to talk about it more. Going back to Malay, I and I say this sincerely of of a player, you could take any player that's played in this town professionally the last ten years. Who has Who has more of a motor than she does?
1: Mm.
0: Nobody, uh, as far as I'm concerned. I honestly mean that. I mean, she never stops.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and and. and I mean, the, I, I could pick a Kentucky Derby horse or two, <laughs> just just out of spite. But, but, it's, but uh, she's so
0: impressive in the in the sense that she never stops hustling.
1: No, of course. Yeah. And and
0: like you were talking about with with. Uh, you know, I, I know she
1: is thinking of a jockey, but man, how's the Energizer Bunny kind of thing right? not taking off? <laughs> there's got to be something there we're missing.
0: I don't know, man. All the I jockey know is- fits,
1: the jockey fits, but man, there's something there about the Energizer Bunny. Yeah, that but I'm missing.
0: <laughs> I just, I, I'm just glad that she's a part of the team, and I, and I hope that she plays her career here. She's one of those players. I really do yeah. mean, mean oh, that yeah. sincerely.
1: Yeah, it, and it, <clears> it, it'd be, it'd be awesome to have two long-standing people from day one of each franchise right you know you got nile on the louisville city side and then you have her on the racing side right right and you mentioned and and that'd be a testament just to the culture and the way that these organizations are run well that's
0: you want a player like that in the middle of your culture that that doesn't quit
1: yeah you know i
0: mean that's that's at the heart of what you want and it's and it's not like it's not like she's not effective she is oh
1: no 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 no, you know what i'm saying i mean it's like sometimes the only thing she's not effective at is stare downs.
0: <laughs> I was going to say the height definitely has an impact.
1: Yeah, you want her in the middle of everything just not barroom brawls, but she'd be pretty good as an ankle biter.
0: No, no, dude, I will take I'll, I'll take her on, on my back, you know, as she's far a as
1: chi- She's a, she's a chihuahua. Yeah, she's she tough, will bite the hell out of you. Tough flyer.
0: And and that's, you know, that's yeah. part of the character of what you hope we see from this team this year, which leads to the second thing that I had about this and you already kind of stepped on it. Or, or, or mentioned it, he mentioned it, the, uh, uh, the the, lack of continuity before we get into the season with all these new signings c- is a concern. Yeah. It
1: will. Yeah, it didn't seem so bad, but then you have all these players leaving on international right, duty. Right, exactly. Which is a good thing to some extent. Sure. But but, but not, not when the number of them have never appeared for racing before. And right, exactly. You had so much turnover in the attack, and a number of them are attackers. Yes, they are. So, and there's no, there's no challenge cup in the preseason anymore to kind of iron stuff out. Mm-hmm. It's head first, right into the season.
0: Right. And that's, that's with, with all of the attackers that we have and rebuilding, literally rebuilding the midfield. I, I mean, yeah. I, the one thing they need is time together. They need a lot of time together. So hopefully they get it before the season starts. Um... And and the other thing is, we we both said touched on this. Just wondering what the, what the character of this team is going to be with uh, w- yeah. with with the new coach yeah. and, and new everything. It feels it's very new.
1: <laughs> it's, well, everything is. That's why yeah. I need a preseason game to get absolutely a feel for what for what Bev wants to do. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, man. it's she's she's the wild card. We don't right. know, right? And there's been no hints or ideas as to what it's going to be. So mm. I'm very much looking forward to the 27th to see what they roll out. Right.
0: Yeah, we'll see how that goes, and they and they also released their calendar of events, and they've got plenty of events mm-hmm. coming up as well. So that's very cool. Um, yeah,
1: you know, and 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 they're and they're the ones too, man. They 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 need to hit the ground running to start this year. Amen. To get fans out there. You hear that, pal?
0: Oh my gosh, so, do I hear that? I'm yeah. sure we'll be talking about that in the in the weeks to come.
1: So, so you know, nothing bad so far. Just 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 waiting to see yeah. what, what we're going to do with racing. Wait and see, um, mode. Uh, Louisville City, before we get into the preseason games, they signed Jansen Wilson, an E-Town midfielder, to his yeah. first pro deal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good for him. Not really sure how much that's going to factor into the, the season this year. Right. But I know Danny said a couple weeks ago he was still waiting on two to three people. I don't mm-hmm. know if this young man was part of that number. Right. But we're getting dangerously close to the season with, yeah. you know, without adding – he did say he wanted to reinforce the midfield. Right. So, we're going to wait to see on that. Um the furthest back preseason game was a 3-2 win over Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Free kick goal by Adrian Perez, and goals added in by Show On Me and Ray getting his second preseason goal. Mm-hmm. We jump ahead to a 2-1 win over St. Louis at their place, yeah, man. where Elijah picked off a defender and finished it. And that is, <laughs> Joe, I don't know if you noticed, it, like reading, because I, I hate that in preseason you're just reading Twitter updates. Yeah, exactly. I wish they would show some of these. I get yeah. why they can't, but... Mm-hmm. That is the second or third goal we've scored that way in the preseason. Yep. So it seems like we're going to be employing a high press. Decision.
0: Yes. That, that dude. Yeah. Go ahead. I, the, the the um. No. Why don't you finish what you were going to say? Because that's one of the things I wanted to talk about was, was shape. Sure. And,
1: and then you know Adams headed home a Perez corner for the winner. And hey, we hear that Perez guy's name again.
0: Number um, one. It's the first thing I
1: got. Yeah. It's just he seems to be poking, peeking up everywhere. Um. Lastly, they drew Lexington. Able to continue their unbeaten preseason. Uh, Danny said the team didn't have the same intensity, but for once I'm going to be a glass half full guy. If that is your down game. Wait a second. Uh, things are going pretty well. Wait a second.
0: Did you just say <laughs> that you're going to be a glass half full guy? That's preseason. Are you... It's preseason. I'm trying to things. Let me, let me check outside to see if there's any meteors. No, not yet. No, not
1: yet. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> this is preseason. We're, we're still getting in <laughs> full season mode.
0: I'm playing with you, pal. You know that. I, I just, number one is Perez. This dude, his name just keeps popping up, popping up, popping up.
1: And It seems it seems <clears throat> like we might have done an okay trade of Perez's.
0: Yeah, man. We'll so see how far. it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. The other thing that I keep hearing, I keep hearing Serrano's name too. Mm-hmm. And the, if that, we said this last week, we don't need to, you know, we're beating a dead horse. This is his year. He's got to produce this year. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't produce this year, it's over. You yeah. know,
1: as far as... as, far as well, and, and Perez and Ombi can't play every minute. No. No, they can't. But the good news is, Ray can only go up from yeah, last year. Yeah, exactly. And and
0: it's, it's, it's just everything that you want to hear... No, let's put it this way. The, we had a lot of questions going into uh, the preseason. Joey, there's not one question that I had about the team... That's a negative so far. I
1: still got one curiosity. Okay, I'd like to see us cut down on the goals given up in the preseason.
0: Yeah, okay. I I mean, because the way they're testing their lineups is that they're literally throwing ten outfielder play out ten outfielders. So I'm not. I'm not. not, I, I can't say that I disagree with you, but at the same time, I think he's his his deal is just trying to see how a players play with each other. And like I said, the names that keep popping up are the names that we really need to he- hear. I mean, are we worried that Ownby's not going to be effective at the beginning of the season if he's healthy? Come on, of course not. If we don't hear a lot from Brian Ownby in the po- in the preseason, or if we don't hear a lot from Niall McKinney, not, I'm not worried about that at all. But to some of these guys whose careers are literally on the line this year... Namely, Serrano, and also another guy. I'm not being a. Jorge has come up very positive in in the last three in the last three matches. Well, I guess three before the the, the, the Lexington match. So the guys that you want to hear that are having an impact are are playing, and they and it looks like they're they're doing well. You know this Perez deal. I'm excited. I can't wait to see this guy. I mean, what is it about this cat that everybody's freaking out about? that he seems to be so impactful
1: all the time.
0: Honestly, it's going to be very exciting.
1: And once again, thank you, MLS San Diego, Um, uh, for Adrian Perez coming our way. Yeah, man. Uh, We'll get to MLS here in a minute. Oh, yes, we will. Let's begin some catch-all topics here real quick. Um, This came up, too. Lynn Family Stadium will be hosting another concert this year. Yep. Uh, That was announced, an 80s theme show, stabbing Joe Vala in the back (laughs) now that he's left. (laughs) This is... I took your joke before you could even say it. <laughs> I, Joe, I just really hope they learn something from last time,
0: dude. I 100. I I, I couldn't agree after, more. Th-
1: this isn't just random. Soon after the literally two weeks after the concert, Louisville City is hosting Sacramento. Yeah, in Charleston. man.
0: I, I want right. to say that one of those. No, I'm going to take that back. I, I, I'm not sure if they've released a uh, 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 premiere games yet. Like because I know that they're going to be doing that again this year. So, yeah. but the, you know, the, the Louisville City considering I, I don't know if you have this yet. I don't want to I don't want to uh, uh, jump ahead of anything. But apparently Louisville City was the most watched USL yep. team on national television last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, leading, you know, and what you're saying is so correct. If Louisville City plays a game against Sacramento, you have to assume that's that's going to be a game that they may consider for national coverage. Well, you'd hate to have it look like a friggin' pasture, if yeah. if you know, like it did the last time. So yeah, I, Joe, one hundred percent. You're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, I I understand why they're taking this this opportunity. Mm-hmm. I just I don't agree. I understand, but I don't agree. I understand like, yeah. I, I get I get with with the way the ours calendar is set up. Right. The only time you can have events at Land Family Stadium is right in the middle of the season. Right. Right. You know, no one's coming out, no one's coming out to Lynn Family Stadium in December to a concert. Agreed. Cuz it's Kentucky and it's 20 degrees. Right. So I get it, but man, you you, you I hope they figured something out. I hope they found some kind of you know, loophole or something to help keep the turf, you know, 100%. Right. But mm-hmm. I I'm going to it's going to be I'm going to be very curious when I come back to the stadium after that concert. Your
0: trepidations are totally legitimate. I, I, yeah. I have the same – everybody should have the same concerns because we don't want them playing on – like I said, we don't want them playing on a pasture in August. We just don't.
1: No, no. And, and especially in that time of year mm-hmm. where trying to fix something turf-wise, it may not be the best time frame for trying oh, to get something a, grown back. It's almost impossible. So but, – but also, let's give a shout-out, they do have the best staff in the league mm-hmm. for maintaining and, it, yeah. and working on our stadium grounds. Award-winning so, staff. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, another thing that came up was the idea for blue cards inside. Yeah, man. Uh, football's lawmakers announced in November measures to improve player behavior and increase respect for match officials, which included temporary dismissals for dissent and specific tactical offenses. The International Football Association Board has postponed the idea of this introduction as part of trials in sin bins mm-hmm. in professional football. FIFA has distanced itself from the idea and wants quote responsible trials at lower levels. I I'm sorry I can't say FIFA and responsible right. in a straight face. Right, right. I, um, yeah. But sin bins have already had a successful implementation in lower levels of football since 2019, with players ordered to leave the field for 10 minutes if they show disrespect to an official.
0: And they've had a lot of success over the last like hundred years in hockey. They're just called and penalty boxes.
1: Rug rugby does a similar thing. Yes, they do.
0: Absolutely. I
1: I don't I don't hate this idea, but man, the gray area in it is massive. I agree, Joe. I would want to see the first call for this at the top level.
0: It's gonna take time. Mm -hmm.
1: It just but also the higher level leagues are running from this. Like EPL has pretty much already said we're gonna be if we're gonna do this at all, it's gonna be implemented in the fifth and sixth leagues. Mm-hmm. Before we do anything else first. And then right. with all the high leagues running away from this, right. I just don't see it happening. But I'm intrigued that there's a an area between the straight yellow and straight red. Right. You know, because at times, you know, late in a match, you see a tactical foul. Oh, sure, that yellow is not much, but oh, wait, you get a blue card, which I think should count as a yellow, and then you get sent mm-hmm. off for five minutes. Right. I don't mind that. It, it actually it makes players think differently. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, this is it, I just remember this coming up and going y, did someone not think this all the way through? Right, right, right.
0: Um so tell me what you think about this. Regardless I'll, I'll get into like the the mechanics of of a blue card, you know, in a second. You we both have a lot of friends that are not soccer fans. Okay. There's two things that I think they always say about well three but the, the the third one is is more of a, just let's say let's leave it this one of the things they always say is that they it, all you do is touch somebody and they roll around on the ground falling down yeah have you run yep. into that yeah oh yeah you know the second thing that i always hear from them is why do the people seem to get away with certain things and not get away with other... Like, you could tackle somebody, not not that they even know what a tackle is, and it has one level of impact, and then later on, it seems like, you know, whatever. For me, I think what they're trying to do is reduce the cynical play.
1: Okay, I agree with that.
0: Maybe the blue card is not the way to do it. I'm not saying I'm... a. I'm a fan because I have have the same. What is a blue card? Like, can you be sent off for two blue cards?
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, does a blue card equal a yellow card, or is it like one point? There's too much of a gray area right Right. now on what it stands for, what it means. Mm -hmm. Um, What I would like is now this would just create more ambiguity than anything. Right. But you know, sometimes late in games too, a guy sitting on a yellow. Right is a little more apprehensive. Absolutely, you know. I would love though. It'd be weird to say this, but like, you know, the blue card is the in between between the yellow and a red. Mm-hmm. You know, you make a late game tackle. Any other time of the game, it's a second yellow, and you're gone. Right. You get a blue card. That's your final, final warning. Right. You know, I don't mind that idea, mm-hmm. but now we're going to send people off for five, 10 minutes. Well, um, I think that's dangerous when you have that possibility of sending someone off, which essentially you're red carding them. In a sense, yeah, it is a temporary red card. You're absolutely right. No, well, no, no, it's not temporary because mm-hmm. they're talking about late game tactical offenses specifically. Oh, I see what the-
0: you're saying. Like after, say, like the 75th minute, whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah. If right. It's okay. Game, no, no, you're right. Past, you're right. You're right. No, already, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, we're, we're past the 80th minute, and if it's a 10 minute sin, then right with what little stoppage time there is, that's a red. Yeah. You know, so there was too, there's too much gray area mm-hmm. and ambiguity in what they're trying to set up. Right. I under it's like it's like the concert thing. I understand where you're coming from. It's it's just not very well thought out right now.
0: As 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 far as I, like I said, I think the idea. The, the, the actual, the mechanics of what they're going to do are completely confusing to me. I've not, what is it? What is it? What, whatever. Yeah. But if yeah. the idea is to reduce cynical play, Joey, I'm in. Sure. Because that's the sure. one thing, the cynicism of play on the field is the one thing that makes this game suck to the average yeah. sports fan. But so, he, you know, let's, I, I, you know, does a person need to come off for 10 minutes? I don't know. I don't. I don't See, know.
1: But my, my thing is, I don't think this idea is is targeted at that. Okay. Everything in the article's about this. What's up? You know, the the trials at the lower levels have all been for dissent. They haven't been for tactical well, fouls. Well, okay, you know what? That's this right. is this is primarily. This seems to be primarily about respecting officials. I'm in and on that. Cutting down on tactical fouls and cutting down on. On late game instances of that,
0: Joey, I if there's, I I I can't stand that part of it. I've always had. Now, let me let me try and be as balanced as possible. If you don't get an opportunity to jump in an official's face, does the person looking for notoriety, specifically in lower divisions, does this give that cat a green light to just be a complete asshole the whole match? Speaking of a referee, so I, you know. I think if they uh, this could be used in the wrong way by the wrong official and really screw up matches and it's not like we're talking about I'm sure we're going to get into this it's not like we're saying that pro referees are you know are are, are wonderfully trained incredible professionals as it is right now and if you want to make a name for yourself you know which I think we've seen a couple times you know they'll they'll inject themselves into the match and make themselves part of the story. The best referees and officials in the world are the ones you never hear of. I've always believed that. They're just officiating the match and let the players make the match happen. What do you think? Uh, that's where I'm at with that. I, I I I'm not a big fan of of where these officials decide to do any of that.
1: Um. I. You know. I'll I'll, I'll present the devil's advocate point. Sure. Which is soccer is pretty much the only sport here in America where you can verbally abuse a match official and not really suffer too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, football, personal foul or something, you get ejected. Basketball, technicals. Right. You know, soccer very rarely, very rarely anymore do you see a yellow for dissent. I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean, right. like. And it's gotten bad in recent years where you know, two, three players. I don't like the contact though. The one thing I don't like
0: is the contact, Joe.
1: Oh, of course. No, that should be straight red. That to me it's, is where the It's a straight red. Right. If you contact if you make contact with an official, any way, shape, or form. Right. Other other than accidental, as in you know, you're turning around and bumping into them. Right. Beyond that, straight red. Right. But that that that's why I, I there needs to be a line drawn at times where mm-hmm. you know, okay. dissent dissent is actually an offense. Right. Right. You know, now that should that doesn't mean do a blue card, but in recent right. years not that I'm arguing for more yellows or arguing for referees to to be more to be more adamant in doing that mm-hmm. but it's something that's disappeared and not in a good way.
0: right No, no John, that's what I'm saying. I think I think I mean I can I understand what you're saying like maybe this is more about the officials than it is about the cynical more, play.
1: I think it's much more about the officials than cynicism.
0: But I can also I can also try and lump in players acting like seven year olds as part of cynicism, not to the same extent as like when 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 they grab somebody and tackle them, but so yeah, I, you know I hear you, I,
1: I hear you. I just I just don't think there's a good answer for for what they're trying to do with it. Right. Well, let's it's, see what happens, man. Yeah. Well, it just seems like seems like a lot of the top leagues have already said it's not going to happen. Right. So we'll have to see where that goes. Right. Um, USL did get some good news. Their Super League, their their top-level yeah, female man. league, has been granted Division One status that is awesome. by U.S. Soccer along with the NWSL. Uh, as a reminder, they will have eight initial clubs. Right. Uh, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Dallas, Fort Lauderdale, Lexington, Spokane, Tampa, and D.C., mm-hmm. with only one of those in a head-to-head NWSL market, being D.C. Right. And also, they are adopting the international calendar. The only American league to do so. Here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> we talked about this, man. Uh, very interesting that U.S. Soccer gave them the immediate D one. Yeah. Like not even. Let's see how this goes for a year or two. Right. So that was very interesting that they've gone ahead and done that. Mm-hmm. And Joe, you know what my first concern was. Good. <sighs> there, there's no good way to phrase this. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say it. Do it. Is there enough out there? Sure. To no. That's two a le- division rough. one leagues.
0: Joey, I'm not. That, that's a legitimate. That, that, there's. If anybody has a problem with anybody saying that, you're not being objective. You're talking about adding with eight teams. You're talking about adding a hundred division one players at least.
1: More with than NWSL that. NWSL already still expanding. Right.
0: Right. So. This yeah, is a legit the quality of competition is a legitimate is an absolutely yeah. legitimate conversation to be had. And with and with European teams getting right. more and more aggressive. Exactly. There's nothing I, yeah. wrong with that. I 100% agree with that. If yeah. you say you're a Division 1 team, a league, and you perform at college level, then you're not a Division 1 league. Yeah. So there's nothing I have what I'm hoping to alleviate that is that there are enough connections across leagues, not uh, across what's going on in this country and what's going on overseas that will allow players that may not be quality enough to hit with the big clubs in Europe to come over here. I can't, you know, I'm playing in Division I in, 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 in a second-tier country, but I'm a good player. You know what? Maybe I'll go to Washington, D.C. and take a swipe at it. I think that that's well, where some of that. I think that's where you raise the level more. Does that make sense? See,
1: it does. But my concern with 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 the USL Super League is, mm-hmm. NWSL could say that because they play two different seasons. Right. You know what I mean? They could have players play in NWSL season and then get loaned out to go play in Europe for a couple months. Right. USL is on the same timeline. Yes, they are. So there's not going to be much of that. I the the, the, the the proper phrase is not player sharing, but. No, 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 no you, I know what you mean. I, the options there, the, are limited. The
0: calendar allows them to not overlap so they can work and play. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah right, but no, the, but
1: the options are limited. Right. Which which brings me to my next point, which is if you're a top-tier player mm-hmm. and you want all options on your table, yep. then the USL Super League better be paying some of the highest games out there. That's absolutely correct. So, so just keep that there. Um, speaking of U.S. soccer and decisions, mm-hmm. they announced there will be a hybrid version of the Open Cup this year to accommodate the MLS clubs that will wish to participate. Mm-hmm. After MLS petitioned the U.S. Soccer Federation to let them use their developmental teams instead, and were turned down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just this—this this is just cop-out horseshit. That's what it is.
0: I. I... I don't even know where to start with this,
1: Joe. Actually, I, I, I got somewhere to start with this. This this continues the amateur hour that is U.S. soccer, mm. and especially to the rest of the world.
0: I I don't I don't expect a business like MLS to care about anything else except their business. I get it. If you're MLS. If I am the if I'm the if I'm the company that owns 20 or 30 franchises across the country, I don't care about my franchise competing against your franchise and it's costing me money to compete against your franchise. If you look at this as a purely business deal, I get where they're coming from. That being said, <laughs> fuck these assholes. I mean, it's just the worst. The worst of everything that MLS is has just vomited itself onto this country over the last two months. The way they have used Messi. Mm -hmm. We haven't even started yet to talk about the officials and the scab deal. The way that they're just literally taking a tournament that is 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 everything to all of the lower division clubs in this country and saying now nah, fuck you fuck you we're gonna have our own div- our own competition that no one cares about this nation leagues thing i you know american fans don't give a shit about it they don't now mexican fans within the united states they kind of do they're into watching their clubs from mexico come into the United States, come into Canada and win games. So I'm not talking about those fans. I'm talking about fans that are from this country that are MLS. They don't give a shit about Nations Cup. It's almost like this mid-season basketball tournament that they just had. No one cares. No one gives a shit. But it's going to help the people that own these businesses make more money. If you've never thought that this is all only about money, what what other proof do you need? Like what other proof do we need that these people don't give a shit? Talking about the people that run these businesses, they don't give a fuck about soccer. Joe, we've said this before. If, if, the, if Garber could find 30 groups of investors that can make more money off of selling turtle soup, they'd give up the soccer thing in a fucking heartbeat and go sell turtle soup. This is about money. It's not about soccer. Never has been about soccer. It's about money. I that's that's my first thought on all of this. I don't know where you want to go with that.
1: Well, and and just thought I had as as I no, no, there no no such thing as a hybrid. You are either in or you're out. Right. I don't I don't I don't want to take a straw poll. Hey guys, who wants to play this year? Because no, you're either in or you're out. I'm right. sorry, you don't see EPL or Bundesliga's teams, Bundesliga teams pulling this stunt. No, now, of sure. It's not. They may run out second choice lineups exactly. the tournament at times, but not their fucking academy teams. Right? They still try. I mean, I mean, you know, the the one of the things I had on this is, I'm sorry, no MLS no longer deserves their D1 status as your top league U.S. No. soccer um, by their own bylaws that's, that's, by USSF's
0: that's, that's, bylaws. You know what I'm saying? It's in their bylaws. It's in their rules. It's not even a Like, it's not even about. Um, you know, like if we were to say, you know, this is how I feel. But it's not about feelings. It's the law as it relates to the game. It says that they can't. So let's see how that plays out.
1: And, I'm, you know, USL has been testing boundaries lately, mm-hmm. especially with the Super League and such. Yep. Maybe they should investigate running their own competition.
0: Well, Joe, I think.
1: That, um, mm-hmm. and, and the last little thing I have with USL is they did announce just before we started, you know, recording tonight that USL would participate to the fullest extent right. in this year's tournament and you know what i initially had some some skepticism about that like why would you do that but at the same time what better statement to the US soccer federation right. you know we 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 could we could be you know USL could be like you know what i'm going to take my ball and go home since they're not going to play fully right. oh you know what we're going to do instead we're going to honor our commitment unlike those people you put above us
0: if you want to hang with the big kids you got to take chances that's how yeah. I view that.
1: Uh, you know, and I know that U.S. soccer is kicking in money this year to help the lower-level teams, but right. still, this is this, this is idiotic. It
0: makes me sick to my stomach because this tournament means so much to the integrity of lower-division soccer in this country. But here's, well, that, here's another thing that I want to throw out about this. You know, you're we see a lot of performative tweets and emotions and um we stand for the little guy uh from all of these mls supporter groups and you know we've got hashtags and we're gonna tweet and we're angry and we're mad about this and we're mad about that and we believe in this joey i i I need to take a couple minutes here and and, and i'm just gonna say how i feel about this I have no problem with people standing up for what they believe in. I don't care what you do at a game. If you have a statement that you wanna make about social issues above and beyond soccer, do it. God bless you. God bless you. The only way to have conversations is when people know where everybody stands. So if you have flags or if you have whatever, do it, do it. I'm in, I, 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 I'm I in on the concept. We may, we may agree or disagree on things, but in the end, The social issues in this country are not going to be impacted by MLS supporter groups. Okay. Whatever. Now, they may have an impact in their communities. Maybe they give food. Maybe they do whatever. Maybe they help with clothing. Never. That should never change. I'm not saying that they don't help in their areas, but on the national scale, when it comes to all the isms and all the phobes and all no one cares about MLS. It's not like they're doing anything. If you're in an MLS supporter group and you're waving your flags and you're doing whatever uh, you're not having an impact on what's going on in in the world you're just not that's not being mean i'm just telling you the truth however here's a place where mls supporter groups and all these guys that are cats that are just so loud and so vocal here's a chance for you to make a difference you can literally make a difference isn't it it's, it's about making a difference right we want to change the world we want okay are you truly about the little people are you truly about the folks that are that are disenfranchised because if you're a lower division team if you support a lower division team right now you are literally staring within the next couple of years at becoming indentured servants because if you if anybody thinks that Garber is going to take this to the nth degree and eventually try to buy all of this and turn us into the bats, then you're just not paying attention. So all these MLS supporter group people that are just so wound up about this and so wound up about that, we got banners and we got flags and we got hashtags and we got fists and we got that. Here's a chance for you to make a difference because we're the ones that are gonna get screwed over this. You can literally help soccer. You can literally help a culture. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do to help? How are you going to help us? Because we're the little people in this one. You, 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 you care about the little people, right? Or is it all about the soccers? We got ours. Fuck you. Because I wonder how far these cats are willing to go to stand up for something where they can literally make a difference. Literally make a difference. For the in the one chance that they can make the difference in a culture these supporter groups can literally change the course of soccer in this country if they turned around and said you know what you guys are taking a shit on all these people who did nothing to you fuck you we're not coming to your games we're going to protest every fucking time you're not going to go to the US Open well we're not coming to you. we're not coming to any we're not coming to your Nations League games or whatever the fuck they call it we're not coming to those matter of fact we're going to protest while you're having them Oh, what's that? Oh, so you're saying now we have to pay extra money for your tickets? You know what? Fuck your tickets. We care about the culture of the game just as much as we care about our teams. Here's their chance, Joey. If they really, 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 really care about the little guy and they really want to make a difference, here's their chance. Let's see how this fucking plays out. Is it all about helping the little guy and helping the folks that are, that are disenfranchised. Or is it all about, I just want a comfortable place to scream about things, but I still get my sockers? And I just needed to say that. Let's see how this fucking plays out. Because if they don't, all of the performative bullshit, I don't, spare me. Spare me. Spare me. Oh, you care about this and you care about thisism and that... Here's a chance where you can help us. Here's a chance. And look, let's not take things out of context here. I'm not trying to compare uh, issues uh, relating to stuff that's going on in the world uh, or anything like that to soccer. That's not what I'm talking about here. So please don't make it about that. You know that's not what I'm saying. Are you going to help? Oh, wait, you're going to help with a tweet? Well, the tweets don't do shit for anything else. What are you going to do? You're going to go to these games? You're going to give? Joey, I have said this before. I'm going to end this ridiculous rant with this. this. We said this last week, and I've said it before. Not criticizing, not condemning, not condoning. The supporter group culture in this country is highly social progressive. Great. Do you? I think it's wonderful that you do that. MLS is the most hyper-capitalist sporting effort in this country. Nothing like it. So in an essence, you're really kind of looking in the mirror at yourself here. You want uh, want to just be a part of it? Or are you just going to keep doing the soccer? How much do you really, really, really fucking care? Let's see how this plays out, man. Let's see how this plays out in the next couple of months. I'm looking forward to it because I think it's going to tell everything about who these people are and what this culture really is going to be about. You don't get to say a fucking thing about any issue when the people that need you the most that are part of the same culture that you're a part of are getting drowned by the same motherfuckers that own your fucking franchise and you're giving them fucking money. You don't get to say a fucking thing about hashtags or isms or this or that or look at me. I got a flag and my flag's got this and that. I don't give a fuck about your flag. What I do give a fuck about is you get something that we don't get. What are you going to do? And let's see how this plays out. I have a feeling how it's going to play out. I'm very, I'm, I'm, it's heartbreaking to see what what's probably coming down. When I said this, I'll leave it with this. It's like that movie was a deep impact. You're just looking up at the sky with this big fucking rock heading towards you. You ain't the fucking thing you could do about it. I'm sorry. It, it's just, it's heartbreaking. So I'm just going to enjoy the time that we have, enjoy doing these shows with you, and let's see how this plays out, Bill. That's it. Thanks for letting me do
1: that. Yeah, I got nothing else to add on that. I ranted. Um, (laughs) So, uh, to wrap some of this up, um, I got a trivia question for you. Yeah, man. Five countries have been represented on both Louisville City and Racing. Oh. What are those five countries?
0: See, well, the United States. That is one.
1: (laughs) Jamaica. That is two.
0: See, this is where I feel bad because I don't know if Niall is Ireland or Northern Ireland. I feel bad. I'm going to say Ireland.
1: Incorrect. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I
0: said Jamaica, the United States. Uh, We haven't had a... we don't have a player from Finland in with Louisville City. Um,
1: Canada? Nope. Really? We've never... Well, we, we used to have Canadians on Louisville City. Right, right, right. We've never
0: had a Canadian on race. Jesus. Jesus. Um, let's see here. Uh, England. That is correct. Right, because Adams played here. And, and of course... How weird is, is Cam being in a green uniform, by the way? Um... And okay, so is that three? Yep. Okay, I'm not checking. I'm not checking Twitter. I'm not checking Twitter. I'm not checking. I got three. I said, United States. Come on, man. Why am I struggling with this?
1: Um, give me a hint. Uh, of the final two, mm-hmm. one is European and the other is Oceanic Asian. Australia.
0: Um, no, not Australia. Right. Well, no, no, no. We had. Um, yeah, is it Adams or Tyler? Isn't he from Australia? Where's he from?
1: Nope. No. Fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I surrender.
1: So, the, the you were right next door. It's New Zealand. New Zealand, fuck. Adams and Abby Ersig. Abby Ersig, damn, man. And then Denmark. Dude, nice. Because Magnus and Rasmus, mm-hmm. and then that is Nadia's country of uh however you want to say it the country she represents at the international level i don't know no that is oh She's it is danish oh okay yeah, magnus, magnus magnus rasmussen and, and rasmus tellison yeah. were, were, were we're danish and then that is who nadia, represents. nadia
0: that's right dude that's absolutely dude i didn't even think
1: so that. those are the five usa england denmark jamaica and new zealand nicely done so have you been bowling man uh, i participate a couple times a week how's that going it's participation.
0: <laughs> Any 300s lately?
1: No, the whole season I've not had anything, and that's become kind of a annoying point.
0: Well, how many do you have right now?
1: Uh, something in the 30s. Jesus. I have a friend of mine who's a couple years older than me who's already in the hundreds. it's so unbelievable. I try to tell people that whenever they say about how many I have, they, they have astonishment. I go, I have friends who are in the triple digits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's your daily reminder that we are just insects on a rock hear that bro. In a void have fun endlessly have fun that's all you can do and hopefully we'll have more fun in a couple weeks when we have more news
0: yeah man I'm, like I said I'm really looking forward to getting going on some of this racing stuff I it's it's yeah. you know what I'm saying it's like you just feel like you're revving the engine
1: just need some clarity and some clarity and some uh
0: we need some soccers. Yes, we do. I am. A, you know yes. what? The one thing I didn't mention about the, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time talking about the schedule in the set with, with the, uh, the the new league, um, uh, USL league. This this really interested in seeing how this winter thing works out. If they can, if let's say a team, some let's say a couple of these teams can carry four thousand fans through average through the season, four or five thousand fans, dude, that's right at about the bottom third of 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 uh, NWSL.
1: Well, and you have to think, only two ish of those markets are really going to be hit by right. the winter. That's true. Looking at Brooklyn and D.C.
0: Brooklyn, D.C. I guess Spokane, too.
1: Well, well, it depends on what the Northwest looks true. like in the winter, winter. Right, right, right. I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte's right along the same parallel as right. us. Mm-hmm. So who knows what that's going to look like. But only two, two to three ish of those eight markets are really going to be hit. Mm-hmm. By freezing-ish temperature. That's why
0: I'm wondering to see because I've always said that if they load up before and after with home games in those areas, how much of an impact it'll be. So I'm not like yes. I said, I'm not cond- I'm not condemn- condoning going to a winter schedule. I've always said there's a way to do it, and that's I never said it was favorable to do because I know a lot of folks are like, oh, it'll kill soccer and you like No, I don't know. I'm not saying it will or it won't. I'm saying there's a way to do this. Let's see how it works yeah. out, man. This will be the test. Well. Hopefully, this is going to be a crazy year, 2024. In almost every, like it, it's already been fucking insane, and and we haven't even played a game yet. You know, we haven't talked a ton about the national teams and and what's going on with some of the because there's a plenty going on with that as far you know. We talked a little bit about it, but you got the Olympics coming up, and you know, for, for and and all kinds of shit. It's going to be. This is crazy. It's February, and we're already just like my head's spinning. <laughs>
1: It's going to be a long year. Yeah, bro.
0: Well, that's okay, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you doing this again.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. All right.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books, episode number 93. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. He always does a wonderful job. I want to thank you for listening. We are in the hundreds as it comes to downloads and listens, and that's pretty amazing. <laughs> so thank you for that. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, the, say it with the three C's: compliments, comments, and criticisms. Of course, we love the compliments, especially after this episode. And the comments, man. If you're an MLS person, if you're somebody that really digs that league, um, you know, you know, if you want to just like spew away, do it. I, I mean, if we, if if we've made you angry, um, you know, go ahead and, and let us know. Uh, I, if I'm going to sit here and spew my feelings, you have the right to do the same. Uh, maybe there's some dialogue there i know it's it's so infinitesimal when it matters uh, as it matters to the whole deal but you know still anyway and if there's you know that goes along with the criticisms uh, we could take it we're, we're tough <laughs> as always we are on podbean itunes amazon and spotify please like subscribe and share share the love a lot of love you know Look, this whole thing, it makes me sad because you have yet another instance of a big bad business just taking a big fat dump on everything else. And we're not talking about McDonald's and Burger King here. We're talking about two two groups and two companies. Well, I guess it is in a way when you think about it. Because we play the same game, just their game's money. And uh, they've proven it over and over. And and as far as the culture of the game, they don't care. The only thing they care about is getting paid. The only thing their fans care about is going to the game. They don't give a shit about anybody else. You know, individually they might. But as a whole, whatever, you got yours. And uh, it just makes me sad. You want to live in a world where people sort of look out for each other. And like I said, compared to the big issues in this world, it's nothing. I know that. But it's bigger to us, uh, in the sense that we love our teams, and you know we just, you know, you see what's coming, and it's it's just you know, who knows? Maybe it'll work out. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I've overemphasized all of this, and that's fine. You know, it is what it is. Because, you know, you can only handle what you can handle. And can control what you can control. Got me two little kittens. (laughs) I named them after Constellations, man. Because I'm a big space geek. And uh, Lyra and Cassie will be here tomorrow. And um, it'll be nice to have other things around. That you can love on. And uh, because, you know, you can't... You can't emphasize how important love is. You just can't. Especially with the way things are now at the end of February of 2024. Just want to live in a world where people work it out, man, don't you? As opposed to just hating on everything. This one's bad, that one's bad, I'm good, you're bad, you're bad, I'm good, or whatever. As opposed to, we're all the you know we're all in the same boat. You know, if you have the uh, sport like soccer that's been part of the culture for me my whole life, I don't know. Well, we'll see, huh? <laughs> One day at a time. Looking forward to the opener. Anyway, my name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Uh, lift your spirits. Everything's fine. Life is good. The spring is coming. Can't wait for that. love your brother man love your sister that's all you can do now and that's what I'm going to do because I love you hey man another show next week talk to you then